Welcome to Maranatha Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Femi Fenoyo. We are doing a mini-series on the fear of God. This teaching was made some time ago. Apology for the quality of the sound. We hope this teaching will be a blessing to you. What are the various Hebrew and Greek words used for the fear of God in the Bible? Okay, Hebrew and Greek. I mean, obviously, I'm not Hebrew and I'm not a Greek, but we can use study aid that will help us to understand the words that were used for fear, both in the Old Testament in Hebrew and in the New Testament in Greek. This question you ask is really, really important, especially if we desire to really understand and to really know what the fear of God is. Because our culture is such that we have tried to play down. We have tried to taming the fear of the Lord. When you ask people what's what's the fear of the Lord, they will say the fear of the Lord is to respect God or to reference God. But when we look into the word that is used for fear of God, both in the Old Testament in Hebrew and the New Testament in Greek, it opens up a door for us to be able to properly understand and know and define what the fear of the Lord is at least what it is in the Bible. I think sometimes people try to play down or dump down the fear of the Lord for our own convenience rather than because this is what the scripture has revealed unto us. So yes, so let's look at the words that were used for the fear of the Lord in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. Now, I understand that in the Old Testament, there are over 20 words or terms that were used for fear. But the most common word that is used in the Old Testament for fear of God is Yare. That's Y-A-R-E-A, Yare. Now, it comes from the root or the concept of trembling and quaking. That The most common word that is used for fear or the fear of God in the Old Testament in the Hebrew has this concept of not just respect. Respect may be an outcome of this, but the central meaning and concept of this Hebrew word yari is to tremble, to quake. And it often has the idea of being full of fear or being fearful or being full of dread, being astonished or being full of awe. A whole lot of the scripture that I quoted answering your previous question actually use this this common word for fear. Now, there are several words that are used for fear in the New Testament. Some have the idea of reference. Some have the idea of referential submission. Again, just like we saw in the Old Testament, the most common word that is used for fear in the New Testament is the Greek word phobos. Does that sound familiar? That is the word where we get our English word phobia from. This word phobo, the basic meaning is to be struck with terror. You know, in answering your last question, I quoted quite a number of scriptures from the New Testament as when we're talking about the prominence and the importance of fear in the New Testament. I quoted from book like book of Matthew chapter 10 verse 28 where the Lord Jesus said, let me tell you who to fear. <laughs> fear him who is able to destroy both the soul and the body in hell. I quoted from Acts chapter 9, verse 31, where the church was walking in the fear of God. I quoted 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1, where it says that we should perfect holiness 
in the fear of God. Philippians chapter 2 talks about working out our salvation in the fear of the Lord. I definitely quoted Ephesians chapter 5 verse 21 where it talks about submitting to one another in the fear of the Lord. Do you know that every single one of these scriptures that I've just run through now, every single one of them use the Greek word phobo. Phobo that means being struck with terror. First Peter chapter 2 verse 17, it says, Honor all men, love the brotherhood, fear God. Honor the king. The word there, fear God, the word there is the word force. And this is very important. If we are really, really, really serious about understanding what the fear of God is, we need to start with this, understanding the word that was used for this concept in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. When we read the Old Testament and the New Testament, when we see the reaction of men and women that have come face to face with the glory and the majesty of God, we will understand why the Bible used these words for the fear of God. Let me read some couple of examples. The last answer I gave to your question, I was talking about Job. Finally, at the end, God revealed himself to Job. Let me read quickly Job chapter 42, verses 1 to 6. <laughs> then Job answered the Lord and said, I know that thou canst do everything, and no thought can be withholding from thee. Who is he that has hided cancer without knowledge? Therefore, I have uttered what I understood not, things too wonderful for me, which I knew not. Here I beseech thee, and I will speak. I will demand of thee, and declare thou unto me. I have heard thee by the hearing of the ears. Now my eyes have seen you, therefore I abhor myself. When saints of old, men of God that walk with God, when they come face to face with the majesty and the glory of God, this is their reaction. Wherefore I abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. Isaiah had the same reaction when he saw the glory of God. Isaiah chapter 6 verses 1 to 5. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord seated upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphim, and each one has six wings, and twain, with twain he covered his face, and with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. And one cried unto another, saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of all. The whole heart is full of his glory. And the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. Then said I, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean spirit, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. When Isaiah saw God, he trembled, he quaked, there was terror. It's not a terror of God being a celestial bully, no, but terror nevertheless, fear nevertheless, dread nevertheless of the glory and the majesty and the power and the beauty and the grace of God. Not all this flippancy that we see in the church today where people just say, hi, power. No, the Bible tells us in the first book of Timothy chapter 6 verse 16, let me read that. He said, God who only has, has immortality dwelling in a light which no man can approach unto. God dwells in a light. There's a glory, there's a beauty, there's a majesty about God. The Bible says that God dwells in a light which no man can approach unto. God dwells in a light no man can approach him. In Christ Jesus, God stepped himself down so that he can help us. But when we think about the glory of God, the majesty of God, the Bible says that God dwells in a, in a light that no man can approach unto. Whom 
no man has seen, no can see. When we see this glory, we will quake. We will tremble. Because you can say that those are the Old Testament. What about New Testament Revelation chapter 1, verses 2 to 17? We know the story of John. The Bible says John was the beloved disciple that rests his head on the chest of Jesus. But when he saw his glory, Revelation chapter 1, verses 12 to 17, John said, And I turned and see the voice that spake with me. And being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks, and in the midst of the seven Candlestick one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and got about the path with golden girdle. His head and his ear were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were as flaming fire, and his feet like unto fine brass, as if they burned in the furnace, and his voice at the sound of many waters, and he had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword. And, wow, and his countenance was as the sun, shining in his strength. And when I saw him, when I saw him, when I saw the true Jesus, when I saw the true glory of God, when I saw him, I fell. Not check his hand, not say hi, pal. no. When I saw him, there was dread, there was fear. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. <laughs> and he laid his hand upon me, saying unto him, He me, fear not, I am the first and the last. So, studying this word that I use for the fear of God in, 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 in the Old and New Testament actually begin to lay a foundation for us to properly understand and properly define what the fear of the Lord is. Praise the Lord. We sincerely invite you to check out our teachings on YouTube Maranatha Teaching Channel. They will bless you. Thank you.